Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. No. So this was my weekend, by the way. This is why I'm so happy. I bought goalie equipment from Canadian Tire Street Hockey Gear. The one question I asked, were you playing with a rubber puck at least? No, of course not. You had street hockey pads on and no protection other than I wasn't even that. wearing a can. How about that? And I went stack my pads. I'm like, whoa, I got nothing on down here. <laughs> I never thought that I would be leaving my pins. <laughs> Seriously. Wow. And no mask. Talk about putting them on the table. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the RP Show. Brand new week. It's a Monday. If my math is right, it's episode number 1109. That's 1,109 of your favorite daytime sports talk show. Here on the Game Plus Television Network, WQEE Radio, Podcast, and YouTube Live. I'm here in South Florida, as you can see. Steamy day, but a beautiful one. And a game day for both the Florida Panthers and the Tampa Bay Lightning. Moose is in the Toronto studio, I believe. I've just been trying to follow his social media. Haven't really been able to talk to him. Where are you at, Moose? What's up? <laughs> What's going on in your life? I guess we'll do it here. Yeah. Yeah, I'm back. I'm back in the Toronto studio. And why not? Right. I think the viewers love hearing these conversations. But no, got back in yesterday and uh, good to see you. All right. Awesome. And what do we got for guests today, Clark? What's happening? We've got Tori Gurley for sure. Packers and Browns. Lum. Who else is coming on today? Okay, that's it, everybody. Tori Gurley will be with us in. Is that hour two or one? Hour two, Tori Gurley will be joining us. So I'll tell you that the text line's open. It's brought to you by EMJ Marketing, 902-518-3033. That's 902-518-3033. And Director Jordan, if you don't mind, can you please hit the quick sit show horn? Thank you. I, hey, I open up the text line, and they don't ever listen, Darren. You understand that they're a little like children, I guess. Or bad children, because good children <laughs> listen, but bad children don't. Um, what, what, I don't have the phone on over the weekend, so I tune it on, and here's all these angry Flames fans writing in for what happened. Patience, we'll get to that in a moment. But number one, we're going to open with a World Series. The Arizona Diamondbacks host the Texas Rangers tonight in Game 3 of the World Series with a matchup tied at one game each. Three-time Cy Young Award winner Max Scherzer gets the start for the Rangers against Diamondbacks rookie pitcher Brandon Fott. Scherzer's dealing, uh, Scherzer's dealing with a cut on his pitching thumb that developed when he returned October 18th from a five-week layoff caused by a strained muscle in his right shoulder. I'm not laughing at the fact that they're holding him together with spit and elastic bands. I'm laughing at what I told you about there's just too much going on. I went to the Kraken Panthers game Saturday night, and the guy that I was sitting beside in the press box was like, did you watch game one of the World Series last night? I said, no, I was watching the Blackhawks and Connor Bedard play at Vegas. I can't, I can't. And then, no, I wasn't watching game one of the World Series. And by the way, game two's tonight. We're at the game, the hockey game. And then yesterday, I'm in this suite at the Dolphins game, and I was with a Leafs fan, and he, two Leaf fans, actually. And Darren, they were like, ah, they said that the Leafs lost in Nashville last night. What'd you think about that? I'm like, they did? 
I wasn't even paying attention because I have my mind focused on what I'm focused on. So World Series, it ain't even, to me, registering. There's too much else going on. But what about you? Yeah, I'm a little the same because, as you know, uh, you know, working on the weekend, my attention was hyper-focused on what I was doing. So very similar. Yeah. But I, you know, to be honest, I couldn't go too many places without people talking about it, which I thought was cool. We, talk, we had hey, the poll fair. last week. It was, it, was, it was on in the sports bars. It was on in the hotels. It was on in the restaurants, and people were talking about it. And, and actually, uh, Leanne and I went for breakfast yesterday when she picked me up from the airport in the morning. We went straight for breakfast, and uh, an older gentleman was sitting by himself, and when he got up, he saw my Tennessee Titans hack, sparked up a conversation about football, and it quickly went to, did you see the World Series? Wow, it's been great. Two games, you know, so everybody's talking about it, and that's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, I, I, I want to see the ratings. Um, <laughs> clearly, I'm out of touch. I get that, but I also know that I think I'm too old to get in touch. So you just tell me at some point what the ratings are, because there used to be a column in the Globe and May, William Houston's weekly column, the Globe and Mail, had all the television ratings in there. I don't even know where to get them now in uh, both America and Canada. I'm, like, I'm following the World Series to the degree of what the scores are. I know that it's 1-1 going into Game 3 tonight. But, uh, yeah, to me, it's just literally, it's just too much. Because what's going on in my world is this, as we move to point two, the Edmonton Oilers snapped a four-game losing streak on Sunday with a 5-2 win over the Calgary Flames in the NHL Heritage Classic outdoor game at Commonwealth Stadium. Vincent DeHarnay, Evander Kane, Evan Bouchard, Zach Hyman, and Brett Kulak all scored for the now two five-and-one Oilers. As for the Flames, they've lost five in a row. And who scored for them last night? A.J. Greer and Nazem Kadri. Let's spend a minute on that because that's what I'm watching. And uh, I don't owe the Flames anything. They were great to me all summer, sending their people down as we did the show from the casino and so forth. If I had to pick between the Flames and the Oilers, I would pick the Flames. And I don't know how much of the game you watched last night, but it was, to me, they looked largely disinterested for about a half the game, the first half of the game. I'm not joking. And I'm as most of Canada, I'm sure, watched it again. I'd love to see the ratings. The Sunday night NFL game, to me, was a mere rumor. The Bears and whoever else, there were Chargers, because I was all in on this hockey game. And Darren, um, I'm watching our friends at the barn burner, and, and it's not that those guys are all wrong. They're very upset in Calgary. And I wonder what your take is on this. I know I've seen the numbers in our ratings in Alberta. We're very big in the province of Alberta. Split 50-50 almost between Orders and Flames fans. But I saw our guy, Boomer, on the barn burner saying, you know, if you're Ryan Huska, you're thinking, what did I get into? This is the new head coach of the Flames. I didn't sign up for this. And I know I feel that they're not even 10 games into the season, but that you can't tell the media that. You can't tell the Flames fans that. They're paying good money. It's not like they're going to boycott the team, by the way. They're going to sell nearly sell out every game. But I have more, but I just wonder how you feel about how that game went. And uh, I'm, I'm watching the TNT slash TBS broadcast and Brian Boucher is saying on the panel that this is the kind of game that will turn the season around for the orders and it might or it might not and we'll forget in 24 to 48 hours if they lose their next one that's just 
analysis dies, throw stuff out. Doesn't really matter if it sticks or not, but uh, it could be a season-turning win for the Orders. What was your take on the Heritage Classic? Yeah, it could be. They did some things well, like they pushed back in the, in the third period, which hasn't happened throughout most of the season, right? They have, um, you know, get pushed back when Calgary pushed back, and usually Edmonton would fold. But they pushed back. They also had a better start, which was really key. And when you talk about season-altering wins and how it could change the, you know, the direction of the Oilers' season, I think a lot of it, too, is you know, McDavid coming back. I think there was a lot of talk when he first went down, he's going to be out a week or two, and he's going to miss the Heritage Classic, and you know, the Oilers are in trouble. He missed two games. He's back in time for the Heritage Classic, which I think was big, and really dictated the way the Oilers played the game. He was fast, moved the puck around, had that great chance, which I thought was a goal early. They didn't really look at it again, but... Um, I thought that was big, and, and because of that, I think that could be a, a real turning point in the Oilers' season. Yeah, well, and for the Flames, uh, you got to, they have to be patient. I don't care what anybody says. You probably don't want to hear that, but the last I checked, you got a new head coach, you've got a new general manager. And this morning on NHL radio, I hear Jeff Merrick. I've never met Jeff Merrick, but, you know, he's held up as this messiah of hockey that he knows everything. And he said two years ago when the Flames beat the Oilers, sorry, when the Oilers beat the Flames in five games in round two of the playoffs, it broke the Flames. It, don't you feel, guys, that it broke the Flames? This is from Jeff Merrick. And I'm thinking, well, isn't that the shits? Still got to play the games like... <laughs> What? What do you mean it broke the flames? Let Daryl Sutter's gone. Uh, so's Matthew Kachuk. So's Johnny Gaudreau. <laughs> so's half that team. Broke the flames. So what are you gonna do? Stay broken? And and hey, maybe they will. Like I'm recovery coaching a guy that has hung up on something that happened 50 years ago. 50 years ago, something happened and he. Today, he can't move on from it. So, hey, why even play the games? Like, the negativity sucks and people really enjoy. Misery loves company, Darren. But how do you feel about Nothing against Jeff Merrick, but it was two years ago. I'd like to think it's a different team. It broke the flames. Maybe it did then. Okay. Or, or is that a reasonable excuse? I don't know that... <laughs> You can have an excuse for this like that. But, you know, the, the one thing I do see in that is, is the team hasn't really been the same since, right? They were riding a high that seemed like, and even early in that series, outplaying the Oilers. And you thought, man, the Flames are really good and they're going to go somewhere. And then all of a sudden they lose that series. And the, the Flames have never hmm. been the same since. But you made the changes after last year, like you said, new coach, new GM, some players have moved places. It is going to take some time, and the only way out of it is to be patient, put your head down, and go. As, as Ryan Huska mentioned in the post game, like at least they're getting good goaltending. Like, you know, they would be in a tough spot getting outshot like this and outplayed if they didn't have good goaltending. It'd be even worse. So they had a chance last night to stay in that game for a good chunk of it because of goaltending. But be patient. They're just about at the ten games here. Um, it has to turn at some point. And you have to trust the people that they put in place to get them out of it. It's, but we all, like you've said before, yeah. we want this instant success and instant turnaround. It won't be instantaneous. Well, 
I'm paying thousands of dollars for tickets, my credit card bill wants instant payment. So I have no problem with the fact that the fans want instant results. But what I'm telling you is it's not going to be. It wasn't going to be an overnight success with the change of Ryan Huska and uh, Craig Kahn, right? Even Serena and I were talking about it, and obviously she's very excited as the Oilers fan. Um, but she's like, you think it's just going to change? Those players are scarred in Calgary. They're scarred. And whether that's true or not, I don't know. But there probably does need to be a period for healing there. It was not going to happen overnight. So anyways, um, and you say to sit through it, and they, I'll take it one step further and say you need to trust your leaders that they're going to find the way out of this, and that is Ryan Huska and Craig Conroy, and just stop there because the guys higher than them and around them haven't changed. So an interesting poll question we came up with today, it's brought to you by Key Auto Group, is after having watched all of the excitement of the 20th anniversary NHL Heritage Classic on Sunday night on Sportsnet and TBS, have you ever attended or would you like to attend an NHL Heritage Classic or Winter Classic? Very interesting result of the vote so far. 51% saying yes, they either have gone or would like to go. 49% saying they've never gone or don't want to go. And to be honest, until I attended the one at Mosaic Stadium in 2019 between the Jets and Flames, you could have put me down as um, not that big a deal. But I had a friend with the Jets who was, they were playing Calgary that day, and he said, you got, oh, no, 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 it's not just a hockey game. You got to go. It's like the Super Bowl. Oh, okay. We went. He was right. It was amazing. So, Darren, I'm only going to put me down as a yes. I'm going to put you down as a yes because I know that you went. Other NHL stuff from Sunday as we look at the leftovers. Tom Wilson's goal to 15-15 of the third period snapped a 1-1 tie and lifted the Washington Capitals to a 3-1 victory over the San Jose Sharks. Alex Ovechkin had two assists for the Caps. In New Jersey, Jesper Bratt had two goals and a helper as the Devil's Edge visiting Minnesota 4-3. And goalie Uko Pekka Lukanen made 23 saves as the Buffalo Sabres blanked the Colorado Avalanche. Avalanche for nothing. Got a couple minutes for NFL here. Russell Wilson threw three touchdown passes. Justin Simmons had two of Denver's five takeaways. And the Broncos upset Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs on Sunday, 24-29. Uh, Geno Smith threw a nine-yard touchdown pass to Jackson Smith and Jigba with 38 seconds to go. And the Seahawks rallied for a 24-20 victory over Cleveland. That pulls the Seahawks into a tie with the 49ers who lost on Sunday to the Bengals uh, for first in the NFC West. But, Darren, would you not agree, aside from your Titans game there, the story of Sunday was the injuries. Kirk Cousins, Matthew Stafford, Kenny Pickett, and Tyrod Taylor were the latest NFL quarterbacks to go down with injuries. Vikings saying they fear it's uh, Achilles tendon tear for Cousins. That's my leftovers from Week 8. How about you? Oh, boy, that's really tough. And Kirk Cousins is the worst of them all because he had gotten the pulled the Vikings right out of the sewer back to 500, and in a, in a spot where they're going to win some games and challenge and maybe get into the playoffs in the NFC, um, they need to find a quarterback now or write the season off. So they're going to be busy because the trade deadline is here. Um, mm. that's, the big, that's a big storyline. That one's really tough. And it, the quarterbacks, like we've gone through a stretch not that long ago where the quarterbacks weren't getting hurt. And as we know, when the starting quarterbacks are playing, the ratings are up. When they switch to the backups, the ratings go down. It's just a matter of oh. what the numbers are. 
and teams stop getting the opportunities to play in prime time. They stop getting talked about throughout the week on the network uh, commentary shows and sports talk. You need your starters. So if they don't replace Kirk Cousins, probably going to stop talking about Minnesota. We're probably not going to watch their games anymore. And they're a pretty good football team outside of him. So um, it's, it's a tough spot the NFL's in this season. Yeah, we'll talk a lot more NFL when we come back. In the next segment, it's just Darren and I for all of our one, which, by the way, is fine. I mean, I watch, uh, pardon the interruption, I tell you that every day. It's just those two guys on there. They don't bring on guests. No, it is only 30 minutes. I understand that. But with the show that Serena and I have started, the Cats and Bolts podcast, the highest numbers that we have and the best reaction we have is when it's just me and her. Although, interestingly enough, Jeff Chikrin will be our guest in studio this week on that podcast. But I got a whole lot to get to that I haven't got to yet after having spent the day with Ken Austin's agent uh, Sunday at the Dolphins game, more on Saturday night's Kraken Panthers game, which incidentally seems like old news now as the Panthers and Lightning are playing again tonight. But we got a lot to get to. And Tori Gurley coming up in hour two. We'll be right back. We're live on the Game Plus Television Network, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Okay, guys, RP here, and I'm proud to be teaming up again with Manscaped this fall, the worldwide leader in below-the-waist grooming. Look, sponsors want people pushing their products who actually use them, and I'm that guy. I've been using the lawnmower for years. Not just your typical clipper. Its contoured design and no clunky cords eliminate all the hassle when you're doing your own manscaping in the bathroom. And please tell me you do that. But then for guys my age, you're going to want to add the Weed Whacker 2.0 to your shed. It's for ears, nose, and anywhere else that hair grows where you don't want it. Let's face it, we don't want to admit it, but it's a fact. Just one hair out of place, in the wrong place, can be the end of it. So here's what you do. Go to manscaped.com right now and use the promo code Show. All one word. It's live right now. If you tried to buy these products separately, you'd be paying hundreds of dollars, but you'll pay a fraction with the promo code Show and get them all in one package. The promo code Show gets you 20% off your order and free shipping. Care about yourself, for God's sakes. Go to manscaped.com and use the promo code Show. You can thank me later. Our show continues on a Monday, cracking the lid on a brand new week. And uh, a lot of audience participation here. Beautiful day in South Florida, as you can see. And Moose is back in Tirana. Poll question for Kiato Group is, have you been to an outdoor game or would you like to go to an outdoor game? I got to get this comment in from Johnny Ohm. Ohm. He says, put me on the list of wanting to go to an NHL outdoor game if I can wear shorts and a goofy hat. 
Also at tea time the next day. Florida or California, are you listening? Well, there was talk of Arizona actually doing an outdoor game, but that's why I, I got to get over. It's not scars, but I got to get over my past history and just being around the types of people that are owners. Maybe we'll do this. Maybe we'll do that. Maybe we'll do this. You know those people, Darren. They're not just sports owners. But when I was in Arizona hanging around the Coyotes, they're like, we're going to host the World Juniors and we're going to have an outdoor game and we're going to do this. Next day, Coyotes sold. None of it happened. (laughs) So I'd like to see an outdoor game here in Florida, but I just don't put a lot of stock in what owners say, unfortunately. But they're not all the same. From back, the Bombers watching in Winnipeg says the NFL is terrible enough to watch with elite quarterbacking, but average quarterbacking makes it literally impossible to watch. From Jackie watching on YouTube says, I love pardon the interruption. Randy from Winnipeg says, PTI, pardon the interruption, has guests sometimes. I love it too, and I very rarely ever see guests on there. And I'm going to keep on trucking other than to read this. I knew that there would be some talk, a lot of talk about the outdoor game. Rick writes in from Martinsville, and he says, The outdoor game 2019 in Regina, coldest I've ever been. Where are you from, bro? Ecuador? It was minus two. Like the uh, title of my next book, I Was There. Darren, you were there, right? I know we weren't there together, but you were there, right? Wasn't that cold? I mean, being in those games, I, I get it. When you're outside for a long period of time, it doesn't have to be that cold for you to be cold. But I thought the game last night looked really good, you know, under the lights. And I wasn't there, obviously, but it looked really cool. Um you know, the way the lights were on the ice and the way the game looked and the, and the, and the ice and the temperatures. To me, more than any other outdoor game that I've seen, it really gave me a feel, that they were, a feel that they were playing on the outdoor ice. I don't know why, if it was the way the lights in Commonwealth were shining on the ice or what, but it felt like we were back at the outdoor rink, you know, where you and I played hockey in Regina that day in the afternoon or in any of these other outdoor rinks we've played all across the country. Yeah. It felt like that more than others. The other years, I feel like it feels like a National Hockey League ice surface um, in a football field. This felt really old school to me for some reason. They did a really nice job of everything that you're saying. We're watching it thinking that ice looks smaller than normal and it looks darker, which would lend to the pond idea of it. Every part of it was great. But it wasn't that cold in Regina. Again, bro, I was there. It was minus 2 Celsius, 33 Fahrenheit-ish. John is watching in Oshawa, Ontario, and he writes in on Game Plus TV, 902-518-3033. He says, any response to end the woke on Babcock, Edmonton, Calgary? You need a coach to make you a winner. Babcock's right in front of you. They're not, no. No. John, what do you, what's in your coffee, bro? Babcock's never coaching again. The Flames and Oilers aren't changing their coaches. Did he wake up on the wrong side of the bed? What do you think? It's not, yeah. And that's not wokeness or anything like that. It's just not happening. It's just not happening. Speaking of Oshawa, um, I went to the Dolphins game. I haven't even talked to, uh, about this. It's a blur so far. 
It's yeah, the, give me the one stories. Dolphins game of the year. Well, go to, uh, for those that haven't watched, go to our show Instagram, at the Rod Peterson Show. I documented it all on there. I go to one Dolphins game a year for a variety of reasons, and I go with friends. And one is that, well, it's Gil Scott. He doesn't mind an agent. He represents Dolphins players, NHL coaches, other NFL players. And our friend Craig uh, as well. He's... Uh, very well-to-do Ontario businessman who lives in Missouri. And we went to the Dolphins Hotel beforehand. That was a lot of fun. Uh, a lot of fun. Yeah. So I was right ensconced in the Dolphins. And I got to be careful because being given that kind of access to any team, let alone an NFL team, is a privilege. Uh, but we ended up in a suite at the game, which, as everybody knows, I paid. But Chris Sanford. My buddy Chris Sanford, we went for lunch on Saturday. He's like, so tell me about this suite, and you had to pay for the ticket. What's all that? He was explaining it all on Saturday. And, uh, Darren, can you imagine? This was 50% off. Let's just say $500 tickets is what I paid. All the soda, pretzels, and popcorn you can consume. Does that sound like something you might be interested in? Is that a deal you would take? You get to watch the game in a suite. And then all the pop, soda, popcorn, and pretzel. Would you take that deal? Because I'm sitting there looking around with Gil going, I said, I'll only pay to hang out with you. I would never pay full price for these tickets. Would you? Would you? Not regularly. I mean, once in a while. Yeah, it depends who you're hanging out with. And I mean, the popcorn, pretzels, and, and, and pop, and that's nice. I mean, if you're paying to get in there, that's pretty great. But I did that at a Jays game. They have a, just with me for a second, they got a bucket. You can buy a bag of popcorn for like eight bucks, or you can buy a plastic yeah. bucket for like 15. And with the plastic bucket, you can take it and get it refilled and mm -hmm. skip the line as many times as you want during the game. I'm like, what a deal. Of course I'm going to crush three, four, five of these buckets of popcorn. No problem. But that stadium popcorn is so salty that chaps your lips. You really only eat one bucket anyways. So it's not that great of a deal. But well, uh, I bet the you whole idea, fun. yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, it, great story. But I mean, and Craig said, he's like, yeah, I don't want to be down with all the drunks. And you see other videos of all the fights on the other NFL stadiums. And I'm like, yes, but, and Craig lived in Florida here for quite some time. You don't see fights here. Uh, if anything, you see people smooching. Everybody's happy here. Everybody's in a good mood here. I've said it a million times. Other stadiums, yeah. Vegas, Washington, but not here, you know, but it's, 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 a, it's a lot of money, you know. And then one thing, I'm in a, the bathroom between the third and fourth quarter, and there's this guy with his head on the wall trying to, I'm in here, I'm in here, I'm in here. And I'm like, I sure miss being like that, which I was. I'm not saying I'm any better. I'm just saying I'm glad I'm not anymore. So glad that I do not consume alcohol anymore. And it wasn't some young kid. It was a guy about my age. Anyways, and so before I flip this around, it is a good segue here. Gill is the agent for Kent Austin, who is the current offensive coordinator at Auburn. Kent is very happy professionally. He's very happy personally. And I didn't, we didn't even get into the stadium. I turned to Gil as we were walking, and I said, what are the chances of Ken Austin returning to Saskatchewan to coach the Rough Riders? And Gil says, zero. 
He goes, and it's only because he wants complete control. There's a general manager there now. So unless he had complete control as coach and GM, he, Kent would not be interested. So because Saskatchewan went and extended their general manager for three more years, it will preclude you getting Ken Austin. The, the idea that I got was he'd look at it, but not under the current situation. Do you have a take on that before we talk about the actual games? No, it makes sense. Um, you know, coaches like Kent who have ample opportunity and are in good spots, you only want to go somewhere that's going to be a good fit in a good situation. And, and the, the, I don't want to say older you get, but the more experience you have, the more success that you have, the better position you're in, the more comfortable you are, the more opportunity you have to make decisions based on things that you want. You know, young head coaches, and, and, you know, let's take Henry Burris, for example, who wants to be a head coach and run a program. You know, he might not be able to say, I need to be in exactly every situation that I want. If I want to be a head coach, I might have to take the opportunity that's presented to me. Kent's not in that spot, right? He can pick and choose. He can be a little choosy, and I don't blame him. Yes. Yeah, uh, so Allie checking in from Texarkana regarding our poll question. Have you ever been or would you like to go to an NHL Heritage Classic or Winter Classic? Allie writes in and says, 2020 Winter Classic was legit. The best thing I've ever done in my life. You gotta go. You gotta go. It's like Dick's Sporting Goods. You gotta go. I remember watching that Winter Classic and it, as she says it was in Dallas. It was at the Cotton Bowl. And my dad having worked with that team for 26 years, Oh, man, I was talking about it with my brothers, and we were like, this is the exact thing would have been right down the old guy's alley. And I, maybe you remember me, you and I were around each other at that time. I'm like, maybe we could have taken him down there, you know, for that, because it was on the panel, Eddie Belfour and Craig Ludwig before the game and blah, 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 which reminds me, Craig turned to me in the suite yesterday, and he's like, your dad was with the Stars? And I said, does he know Joe Newendike? And I said, very well. They want a Stanley Cup together. He goes, Joe's from where I'm from. And Craig Jeffrey turned to me and said, so you're going to tell me that but you take the CFL game and the NFL game and you would rather take the CFL game? I said, 10 times out of 10, yes, for a variety of reasons. Yes, the caliber of athlete isn't totally the same, but the game itself is more exciting. They throw way more. The odds are there. It's a more intimate league. Yes, Craig, I will take the CFL over the NFL as a game to watch. Yes. And speaking of that, Kirk in Toronto writes in. He says, hi, Rod. For the first time in 150 years, the Argonauts went undefeated against East Division op t opponents. How about that? Thank you, Kirk. This guy should be the PR guy for the Argos. Problem is, they already have one. Hoagie. But... The story going in to the CFL playoffs, number one story, Darren, unless you've identified another one, is that the Toronto Argonauts went 16-2. and two. Never mind this. They never lost in their division. They went 16-2. and two. And as Jim Barker said on this show on Friday, no CFL team has ever won 16 games and also the Grey Cup. It's never happened. To me, that's what I'm watching for the most in these CFL playoffs. Is there, I'm not saying it's the only story. What I'm saying is it's the biggest story. A lot of pressure on the uh, Toronto Argonauts then all of a sudden, right? I mean, that is yeah, they're okay with to that. see if they can, right, to see if they can back this up now in the playoffs and get to the big dance and overcome it. That's, yeah, that's a big story to see if they can repeat this because, you know, the slate is now clean.
everybody's, you know, zero and zero now as we move to the playoffs. So fun to watch. I have said, where was I? Somebody asked me for a prediction the other day on the air. I said, I might as well stick. Yeah, I was in Ottawa. I was on the radio there. said, I'll stick with Hamilton, Calgary. I said it going into the season. They've both made the playoffs. They're the hottest teams going into the playoffs. So I'll say Hamilton, Calgary, Grey Cup. You? I Toronto, Winnipeg, and that's not going on on a limb, but I said when we talked about most intriguing matchup, for me, that was it. Um, Winnipeg was so mad at Toronto for not starting Chad Kelly in that game. They want to get another crack at him. Toronto wants to prove that last year wasn't a fluke, so I'd like to see that again. Brian in Hudson Bay, Sask, writes in the Moose Capital. He says, happy Monday, guys. My Viking season is over, and I'm ticked off big time. All the Vikings fans who are cousin haters are going to find out what life is like after Kirk is going to look like. I have a feeling it won't be good. Oh, every fan base can speak to that. Be careful what you wish for. Bomber boy in Calgary writes in and he says, Jets welcoming their former captain to Winnipeg tonight. Can't wait to see the video package. Yes. Uh, He returns with the New York Rangers. That's the game of the night. And Bomber Boy says, smiling Hank for Ryder coach. Not as crazy as you might think. Um, It's probably not going to happen for a variety of reasons. I was on the phone a lot this weekend, more than I would have liked. Obviously, around football people, and they think Saskatchewan's general manager won't hire a first-time head coach. He did it last time. He won't do it this time. And that would be Henry Burris. He'd be a first-time head coach. But he might not have a choice because the rumor now is that depending on how the season ends in Hamilton, their offensive coordinator, Scott Milanovic, might get a promotion to head coach of the football team, which would nullify him probably going to Sask. So anyways, when we come back, a sports update and whatever you folks would like to discuss today as we open a brand new week on your favorite daytime sports talk show here on the Game Plus Television Network, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. Guys, Manscaped has done it again. This fall, the worldwide leader in men's below-the-waist grooming has come out with the Handyman Facial Razor. Like all their products, it's innovative and unique. It's compact and sleek, which makes it easy to fit into your shaving kit for road trips. Plus, it charges via USB. What will they think of next? And right now, with the promo code VRPSHOW, you get 20% off and free shipping at Manscaped.com. That's promo code VRPSHOW. Make life easier and drive the ladies wild. Get to manscaped.com today. Hey, welcome back. (laughs) I'm glad that a few people are in good moods today. Or like that lady at the end of the boat. She is, clearly. And when I say that... Uh, Rick in Martinsville writes in. I'm in uh, Florida, as you can see. Moose is in Toronto. Rick, he said the coldest he's ever been is the outdoor game in Regina. And uh, I said, what are you talking about, man? It was minus two. He writes back, Darren. He says, LOL, I didn't watch from a suite. Upper deck with 40K wind at minus 12. Feels like minus 35. Upper stands. Everybody was frozen. Fair. I was in the lower bowl. But imagine if it was colder than minus two. 
fair, 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 fair. And I'm thinking a lot of what Ali said, where the outdoor game, the Winter Classic in Dallas was the greatest thing she ever did. I'm like, I bet it was. And I'm sitting here thinking, what's the greatest thing I've ever done? I'd have to sit for a while and think, because as George Strait sings, my life's been grand. And it's a long list. I don't know. Can you off the top of your head think of what's the best sports thing you've ever done? I need, again, I'm with you. I need a little bit of time on this. Um, Because, you know, professionally, called championships and been been part of different championships, and they always feel great and special. Um, You were working. I was a fan for the 2013 Grey Cup, so that's up there. Got to see that with my brother. Um, And then we celebrated afterwards. Um, I was not working in this um, around the team in the CFL at that point. I was, still could be just a fan. So probably the 2013 Grey Cup because everything came together. Got to do that with my brother. Then we got to you know go on the town. It was the Riders winning at home. It was all the rest of that. So probably that. Yeah, fair, 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 fair. Again, I got to think about it. And if I can uh, just eliminate the cold factor. And just think about the pure fun factor. But, I mean, but it's also not my fault. I've worked in sports my whole life in sports media. So I've done, it, was, it's, it was work, you know. Yeah. Um, so that, now nah, you know what? It, it, was the, it was the 2007 Great Cup. It was. Because in 1989 with Saskatchewan, I was still in high school. And I, had to, I watched it on television. 2007 to be there. Skydome, you know, uh, and then to have the opportunity oh, to yeah. call the game was just that was that was the highlight, just especially the way the game went and all the rest, too. That's what it is. So thank you. Thank you. Uh, and every hey, well, I got people writing in, which is totally cool. They're saying they're their all time best sports moments. Just write them in. I won't necessarily talk about them all here because we had a lot to get to Allie says by the way being with 84,000 hockey fans was just so amazing yeah Allie's full of positivity today and I feel like we could all use that by the way for those watching in southern Alberta today I did cover the flames earlier and I don't want to wallow on that misery the rest of the day you know what I'm saying Moose we covered that um yeah. I'm going to continue in the warm-up I I hey Things change, evolve. This is 1,109 shows today. I'm not going to try and race to get the six quick show topics in the first segment or even the first two segments. If we got to push them over an hour or two, that's fine too. Then we're not so rushed. You know, I don't like being rushed. Yeah. And we'll come back to the CFL leftovers. Well, we talked about the Argos winning 16 games. Um, Brady Oliveira hit 2,000 yards combined. I really love that kid for the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. And then the division semifinals are coming up this next weekend, but we got all week to talk about them. I want to spend a minute on this. And I know a lot of people have opinions. And I didn't spend any time on it in my column, and I should have on Sunday, my 10 things column at rodpeterson.com. American hockey player Adam Johnson, who appeared in 13 games with the Penguins, in 2019 and 2020, died Sunday after his neck was cut by a skate blade during a game in England on Saturday. He was 29 years of age. 
Johnson played for the Nottingham Panthers in a Challenge Cup game against the Sheffield Steelers when he suffered the skate cut during the second period of the, of the Elite Ice Hockey League game at Sheffield's Utilita Arena. A Minnesota product, Adam Johnson spent uh, 13 games over parts of those seasons with Pittsburgh. And then the 2020-21 season in Sweden with Malmo. He had a goal and three assists for the Penguins. We so scored his NHL goal. I, I can't even tell you the devastation that I felt, the sickening feeling that this happened. Because we've seen it happen to a lot of kids, players. I can't think of any others that have died. That is just so beyond unfair. And how do you honor him? I mean, I saw them in the... Uh, obviously, he played with the Ontario Reign. Do you see they brought his jersey out to the center ice? They made him the first star of their game. It was at Sunday night, and there was plaudits, and the Penguins doing their thing. But doesn't bring him back. I mean, he was honored very appropriately. And now it's got everybody talking about what neck guards are appropriate. And, uh, God, I'm just sickened by it. What was your response? Yeah, it just gets you right, like, like gut punch, right, when you see it. We've all been around the game long enough that we've seen scary incidents and very thankful that, you know, times that we see neck cuts and things like that or a skate blade go up near somebody's face, especially when players go down in the corner, um, that it doesn't oh. result in this, you know. But, you know, it's, a, it's an accident. It, it's a freak one. It's, it's tragic. And it, it just sucks. It just sucks. And uh, you feel for his family and his teammates and, and everybody else. Randy in Winnipeg writes that he says, I believe a 16-year-old died the same way. Jackie writes in, says, I can't imagine what his friends and family would be going through. Absolutely heartbreaking. Jay in Vancouver says, Clint Malarchuk almost died. And here's the thing with Clint. His name comes up every time this happens, and he's a really good friend of mine. I, I probably should give him a call, because if you read Clint Malarchuk's book, The Cowboy Goalie, for those that don't know, in the 80s had his throat slit. He lived, but, um, you know, we've talked about that. His mom was watching the game via satellite television. She's in Calgary, and this will bring back, this will, uh, despite the thousands of hours, and I'm not joking or being conservative on that estimate, of therapy that Clint has had to deal with a PTSD involved, this would bring that back to him, you know? And I saw the discussion over the neck guards, neck collars, and should they be worn at the pro level? And I think. Why not? And although I, I look at it differently now than when I was a teen or uh, in my 20s playing sports or teen playing hockey, safety is one thing, and you also want to be cool. But I did take a hey, look cool. Who wants to wear a visor, man? Only nerds wear full visors. And, uh, you know, the neck protectors as a goalie for shots. I took a slap shot here one time. My throat was, thro was freezing Sorry, my throat was swelling shut from a slap shot I took right there. It was the last time I didn't wear the proper neck protection. You know what I mean? Forget about cool, man. I want to breathe. You know, and there was all this pushback in Junior A last year for the full bubbles. And when we talked about that in the hockey community, people said, well, what's the reason for not wearing full bubbles? Because it doesn't look cool. You're a man if you wear a half visor. Well, guess what? Get over it. And you might have a full set of teeth, too. And the dental bills will go down. So maybe it's time, whatever it takes, 
to make full neck collars mandatory because enough's enough. I mean, again, I know, I know what, how I look at it now, but I also remember how I looked at it then. And safety first is an actual thing. We will be back with more audience takeover and a sports update right after this on the Game Plus Television Network, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey, quickie, everybody. Here, we're going to jump into a sports update before we bring the moose back on. Then we'll be out for hour one. Brad Gushu will be looking to bounce back from an opening day loss when he plays New Zealand and the U.S. at the Pan Continental Curling Championship today in Kelowna, B.C. Gushu was upset 8-5 Sunday by South Korea. In women's play, Carrie Anerson of Manitoba beat Taiwan 9-2 and lost 10-7 to Japan. Canada plays Australia today. We'll look at this more next hour, but there are nine games in the NHL tonight, including one in Winnipeg. The four three and one Jets host the Metropolitan Division leading New York Rangers, who are off to a six and two start. Elsewhere, the five two and one Montreal Canadiens visit the Pacific Division leading Vegas Golden Knights. And the Arizona Diamondbacks earned a split in the first two games of the World Series and will look to take a two one lead tonight when they host the Rangers in Game Three at Chase Field. Max Scherzer will pitch for the Rangers. Brandon Fott will be on the hill in Phoenix for the D-backs. Sports update is for Common Crown Brewery, where they know the best beer is the one that's earned. Check them out, 28th Street Northeast in Calgary. As uh, we bring the moose back in for just a couple of minutes in this segment. And I, I got to not, oh, there goes my laundry. Everything's happening. I moved Darren the light down a little. I'm not sure if you can tell. Do you use lighting where you are, or you just go by natural light where you're at? I try and use natural light when I can, um, for sure. So that's what I'm using right now. Okay. Well, I literally, I moved the light down to right beside and behind the camera, and I've been blinding myself all morning. And I didn't really notice until I went to read that sports update, and I'm, like, seeing spots. Yes. I know know what I mean. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, so, ah, in the time that we do have left here, do you want to tell the folks what is the Canada West University football landscape as you were in broadcasting a game at Canada's football shrine on Saturday? It was the end of the regular season, right? End of the regular season, so we go to the playoffs. The UBC Thunderbirds got the number one seed by beating Alberta. So they'll meet Manitoba in one semi on the West Coast, and uh, the Alberta Golden Bears will host the Saskatchewan Huskies in the other conference semifinal, both games on Saturday. Okay, and you're calling one of them? Do you know? I am going to Vancouver, so I'll be in the West Coast uh, calling that game. How about that? All right. Johnny Toronto flying to Vancouver. 
Yeah. Uh, from Jackie writes in, uh, you know, on the Adam Johnson thing. He says, I truly believe within my lifetime I will either see their full glass bubble or the full metal cage being mandatory in the NHL. I could see it too. Swerve in Calgary says, going helmetless in the NHL. Still a wonder how they didn't get head injuries. Bob Nystrom, Al Secord. Yes and no. I mean, Clark Gillies, our dear beloved Clark Gillies, right? Joe Lazito, the Islanders and Regina Pats, great, never wore a helmet. Well, he actually did right near the end, but he said he only took one hit to the head, and it was friendly fire in his time because back then they all had respect for each other. They didn't go at each other's head. Now, having said that, accidents happen, whether it be in warm-up and you take a puck off the crossbar, off the melon or whatever. I get what he's saying, but Clark, he said he only took one shot to the head ever and was from his own teammate by accident in a game. So it's at some point, and I've realized this, this is why I'm a lot more at peace lately. You can't necessarily stop the flow. It might not be progress. You can't stop momentum. It could be bad momentum, could be good momentum, but you can't stop momentum. So just get the hell out of the way. You know what I? You know what I mean? You can't, can't stop it as much as you'd Once like to. Once it starts to. moving, yeah. it takes a whole lot of force to get that thing turned around the other way. Your best to just get the hell out of the way. We uh, have Tory Gurley coming up in hour two, and we'll take a look at tonight's games, NHL, NFL, and CFL playoff talk after this brief pause on Game Plus and Key Radio.